Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Welcome to the Women in Tech Weekly Remix episode. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. To connect and collaborate with extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. I am Gabriella Agostini. I'm founder of Olabi Makerspace. That is a space where people can create technology in Rio, Brazil. Yeah, I think like you said something super important that is like Red Bull is a lot about giving wings, isn't it? Yeah. And that can be in the sports, can be like in the tech industry, can be in a makerspace where you have tools that you can materialize ideas that's like giving wings. So I that's love that. Giving nice. wings. Yeah. yeah, it's their motto, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't it? So, yeah, like I think like all makerspace, all this tech space, incubators and all this idea that you can democratize access to knowledge and technology is a lot about giving wings, is a lot about giving power, is a lot about facilitating and give access to, in our case, we are super worried with people that usually are not part of the tech industry. Right. So we work a lot with women, we work a lot with people of color, we work a lot with elderly people, young people, so we are basically trying to diversify the tech industry. You're very really open and believe. very inclusive. Yeah. yeah. We have inclusion in our main focus because we think that we need that in the moment that we are facing the world. Right. So, yeah, that's a lot about our work. And I think, like, Red Bull is the same. You know, they are trying to put people from the whole countries in the same room, as we are yeah. seeing. He's crazy. It's crazy. It? Tell <laughs> us a little bit about that. And also, just, like, I think I missed a really important point. Will you tell everybody... That who doesn't know what is a makerspace? Yeah, I can't believe I didn't ask that because it, some people may not know. Yes, exactly. Um, makerspace is a tag that usually is connect of this space where you have like machines, tools, and knowledge and networks where people can come. Usually connect to design and tech uh, related products, right? And they can build their own products using a three D printer, a laser cutting, or building like sensors or even like software ideas. That's like the common sense of the makerspace. But actually, I understand personally makerspace as a space of creation, as a blank space where you can invite people from different backgrounds, different mindsets to build their worlds that they believe they want to live in. Right. So we started like 
five years ago without any machines and just like invite people from different backgrounds. So for me, and then we start to build the space, the um, tables, the chairs, right. and putting the machines. But for me, makerspace is a, a lot about the mindset. It's a lot about this shifting that we need nowadays in the society where we start discussions in a much more practical way. We start to build things to to just like unlock conversations and unleash potentials to change the world, you know, because just like dialoguing and in a more theoretical perspective, we didn't like, like we did a lot in the world, but like we now need different tools to make different conversations and to build a different world. And I think like be practical and learn how to learn and be like in a process that you are learning all the time. It's super crucial for the moment that we are living. And we can achieve that through maker process, to maker culture and inside maker space is just like one way to do that. It's not the only one, but it's a really nice way to do that that because it can be playful and can be put everyone in the same mindset that's like this lifelong learning mindset. This is Jenny McGrath. I'm a senior writer at Digital Trends. We do news, reviews, and all things tech based in Seattle, Washington. I think I just really wanted a new job. (laughs) (laughs) Great answer, great answer. (laughs) Well, you know, because I was was technically freelance at my my other company, and I was like, you know what I miss? Benefits. So, like, Like, I'll figure it out. (laughs) Just give me my benefits. Yeah, basically. And, you know, I was like, well, how hard can it be? And, like, so it was... At that time, the role was very divided. Like smart home was still like it wasn't super popular. It was people are still right. figuring out, and they were also wanted to cover stuff like appliances. And so I was like, okay, well that seems more approachable because right. you know how how much tech is really in your washing machine. It turns out there's a lot, but like yeah. at the time, I was like, okay, like that's fine. And then you know, I definitely had moments where I was like clearly don't know what I'm doing yeah. but like you know it took I would say I don't know what how many years has it been five and now I'm like okay I can probably like talk to you about washing machine tech that's for a long time cool. like, yeah. that's so cool what do you think the best piece of advice you've gotten the one that's really given you a sound perspective to continue to accelerate forward well I guess you know, I, I was just talking about this the other day, the um, great book by Anne Lamont, uh, Bird by Bird, which is about oh, the writing book, Yeah, the writing book, which is like, no matter how big a problem seems, you know, just take it bird by bird, which is basically like one thing at a time. And I think that is that works for like almost any problem, but it especially works for writing because, you know, you no matter how big your project is, you have to start somewhere. And so when you like kind of break it down in that way, it's like, OK, like I have not a one giant task. I have, you know, 10 smaller tasks that make it a little less daunting. So I've had that book forever and I've never read it and it's still on my bookshelf. Um, one thing I want to ask, I, we were just in Ukraine yesterday mm. and we did this interview and this awesome, um, woman in tech, Olga has, um, do you know Telegram, the mobile app Telegram? Mm-hmm. I've never and, used it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's um, she has a book group on there. And oh, so cool. one question, I, and it's really popular, has like a thousand people or something like this. <laughs> Amazing. And she says, yeah, I just love to read. And my question to her was, and I don't know if you could answer. Do, now, do you read a lot? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I find that because of technology, my brain has become, a lot of our brains, it feels like I'm on heroin with mm. the phone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's frustrating. And I really appreciate reading. What 
suggestions can you give us to help us read? It just feels like when I pick up a book, I can't even get through two pages without my brain like needing to look at my phone or, you know, Mm -hmm. so do you have any suggestions there? Um, so it depends on, I, I do a lot of reading for like research and stuff. So I find like it is very helpful to have like a pen and paper next to me to like jot things down. And I think that might help with, even with like fiction, because there's always something like cool and interesting in a book that you probably want to remember. And if you find books super sacred and don't want to write in the margins, like just get a little notebook and like have it there to write stuff down. And then if you, you know, find yourself wanting to look at your phone, like I would say pick up the pen instead and like write something down. And maybe even if you just write down, like, I wonder what's on my phone, like it will, you know, give you that like kind of scratch the itch of like, okay, I've like, I've done something else, but then I can easily get back in because you're not going to want to keep writing. This is Melody Walker, Director of Marketing Communication at Boingo Wireless. We are the company that keeps the world connected, and we're based in Los Angeles, California. Yeah, I mean, it's challenging at times, right? It's not like every single day is rainbows and unicorns, but you have to see the bigger picture and work at a company where you see the bigger picture. And I know that we are doing something really awesome. We're the right place at the right time. And if you can have that perspective, it makes the, you know, per my last email type situations more tolerable. And also we have a really awesome marketing team and I learn something new every single day. We have mutual respect for each other and it's it's awesome to go into the workplace every day and see the people that you genuinely enjoy working with. Okay, so talk to me about 5G. Oh my I know goodness. you've been really geeked on 5G. I don't know that I'm not geeked on 5G. <laughs> Who in the audience has heard of 5G? Anyone? Anyone? Okay, I see some nods. All right. So 5G is here. It's, there's a lot of hype around it, of course. He raised his hand to you in the back. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> Maybe you guys are raising their hands for the audience out there listening on the drive time. Uh, so Today we have 4G and LTE, so all the wireless carriers are launching 5G. Well, 5G isn't just a step change, so you have 4G and LTE, right? And it's awesome, but with 5G, it's going to completely transform the way we live and work. So you hear these crazy use cases like autonomous driving and smart healthcare. So if the physician is in London and you need a specific treatment in LA, he can basically FaceTime like with no glitches to tell the other doctor how to do the surgery. And people are like, well, why do I need 5G? What is it? It's really fast speed. So everything is instant on and it's really low latency. So some of the use cases is, does anyone in the audience like to online shop? Anyone online shop? Anyone like to online shop for (laughs) shoes? Because I like to online shop for shoes. And today when you're shopping for shoes, what do you do? You like, okay, it's the size. You look at the reviews. You look at the photos. If it's a, a great site, they might have like a 360 view of the shoe. Well, what 5G is going to do is make all of these experiences online more immersive. So augmented reality is something I'm really excited about in the advertising space because and online shopping because you can do things like try on the shoe from home by projecting what that shoe looks like. But to make that happen, a lot of technology needs to come together. And that's essentially what 5G does. Um, I think another use case is so Boingo, we do connectivity in stadiums and betting, micro betting is becoming a reality for a lot of the professional sports teams. And so you can be in the seat at the game and the venue's looking for more revenue opportunities and you can bet, is LeBron James going to make that free throw? And it has, to, it's, a, it's a micro bet, right? Because you only have a couple seconds to make that bet. 
And so it has to, from the moment you hit your phone to the moment it hits the network, everything has to work and 5G enables that. Has anyone been to a concert where it's like, my, I have no bars, I have no connectivity, it's not working. It's because there's a lot of people in the same place at one time. So you need innovation and technology to solve for that. So 5G brings, it, it densifies the network, so it brings more power directly to the user so we can do awesome things like upload at games, do betting at games, order concessions from your seat. So we're really excited about 5G and really what we do at Boingo is we have to stay ahead of the innovation because our CEO said this last week is change before you have to, right? So we are changing and staying ahead of the market and leading the way and technology, you have to do that every single day, right? The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.